I'm Nels Anderson. And I'm Jesse Turner. And welcome to Terminal 7. Hey there, Nels. Hi, Jesse. What episode are we on? 28. 28. And today... Feeling great. <laughs> Good. We're on, uh... <laughs> We've arrived. We've arrived. In the ruins of California. That's right. In San San. Well, this looks like a pretty friendly place. Yeah. Pretty nice. Upbeat. Yeah. Upbeat. It's very it's, positive. It's very, yeah. it's very bright. The future The future is happening here. The future is happening right here, right now. That's right. Um, this, the Valley, is the uh, latest expansion for Netrunner. It's the first data pack in the San San cycle. Yep. Um, and if folks aren't aware, San San is actually a mega city. Yep. That basically is like the entire West, West coast, coast of California from San Francisco to all the way down to San, San Diego. Diego. Yeah. And that's San San. That's um, the coolest. That's why, like, uh, much like Chilo, which is Chicago in Illinois. Is that correct? Chicago no? to St. Louis. To St. Louis. I always screw that up. Yeah. I know this is like the fourth time I've screwed that yeah. up. That's how bad I am with geography. <laughs> but I can I can get behind San San because I know those two things. Yes. Yeah. We're on the West Coast. We're on the West Coast. Yeah. Um, And the, the valley begins basically at the tip, way up north. Um. It, thanks to a very handy insert in this data pack, the valley is actually not Silicon Valley. Oh. Uh, it is basically seemingly like the entire w- remains of San Francisco. I think like in, in the fiction, like there was some huge earthquake. Ooh. It basically obliterated most of California. And then it seems like a bunch of biotech companies, including this this fresh-faced Japanese startup <laughs> called Jinteki, basically bought up like all the remains of San Francisco and then put a bunch of biotech companies in there and then Gentechi just kept getting bigger and bigger and bigger and bought out almost everybody else and now they're the the company we know and love that's right that's what we know and love (laughs) cranking out those clones cranking out those clones everybody needs a clone clone tiny giraffe your brain's melted whatever it's fine they're having a good time um so I guess we might as well start yeah, let's 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 dive in. So if, if, if no one's familiar, we usually dive into the pack a little bit. It's a lot looser. It's not it's not like what how to crush your opponents. The episode. It's it's just like let's let let's check out cards that we thought were thematically interesting, uh, mechanically interesting, mechanically they're interesting. excited to play, yeah, fun to play, yeah. Yep. Um, I guess we should probably just start with the big one, the ID. Yeah. That, so yeah, this this ID, this is bonkers. This so so if if anyone isn't familiar, Netrunner does not have a sideboard. Correct. Me, meaning. Meaning, which is good, means you're weird. probably if you've never played any other like competitive type card games. Some of them, most notably Magic. Yeah, you basically you have your deck, but you also have what like 15, 10, 15, 15 other 10 cards 15, yeah. that you can actually switch out in between. Like unlike Netrunner, because Netrunner is asymmetrical, right? Like your competitive rounds are one corp game, one runner game. But in Magic, it's usually what like best of three. Yeah, I and I think you can swap sideboard swap stuff in that just in between hose your those opponent. games. That just hose your opponent. Yeah, which is. It's it's I don't know I I kind of hate it especially because like your weird janky tricks can't work. But they work because once. They work and once and then, and then they, they just import fixed. their like counter from their sideboard and then you're done. Yeah, and with Netrunner, your weird janky wins can win. And, yeah, and you're like, oh, that that's a cheesy victory for me. And now we're on to the other game two. Side. Game two. Yeah. <laughs> so 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 when now when we say there's no sideboarding in Netrunner, this is this new ID that Jinteki came with. It's like it's kind, kind of a sideboard of because you yeah. get to see. The other person's ID, and then you get to pick. Yeah. What this? So, so 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 what does this card do? Jinteki Biotech. It is a normal forty-five fifteen Jinteki Corporation, uh, except, and this is all it does. <laughs> before taking your first turn, you may swap this card. So referring to the ID itself. Yep. 
with any other copy with sorry with any copy of Jinteki Biotech. So yeah. the fancy oh sorry <laughs> it has one ability yeah. that is spend three clicks and flip this identity, which literally means turn it over onto its backside. Yeah. Which is another physicality that just so which is so awesome. Cool. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. fact that you've like so basically there are three different Options. powers yeah. on the back of these biotech IDs. And so at the beginning of the game, and not like before you start playing or whatever, it's literally you and I sit down across from each other. Yep. I draw my first hand, choose to mulligan or not. You do the same. Then, only then, right before I draw my very first card, do I pick which of the other three, which of the three IDs I'm actually going to use for this game. Right. So you get to see what your hand is. You see if you need a mulligan. You get to see who, what you're playing against. Yes. Right. Which is huge. So what are some of the options that Jinteki yeah. gets So the here? three options on the backs of Jinteki Biotech are... Love how averagely named these are. Yeah. I love it. Oh, it's, it's totally like there is a biotech company that has like parts of their complex that are just named this stuff. I definitely, guarantee. Definitely, definitely. Yeah. So there's the brewery, which is when you flip this identity, do t deal two net damage. There's the greenhouse, which is when you flip this identity, place four advancement tokens on a card that can be advanced. What? And then there's the tank, which is when you flip this identity, shuffle archives into R&D. That's right. So... <laughs> Holy crap. A, a bunch of different abilities, yeah. all of which are really interesting and very Jinteki-ish. Yeah. Um, so I've, I started playing with this a little bit. Cool. It's, on Octagon or what? Or just... uh, both a little bit on Octagon and then in in, in reality. Right. Um, they both do... It's it's like super interesting stuff. Right. Um, the, the, oh, so one obvious very nice synergy is it's not that you spend your entire turn to flip this card. It's not like... You know, it's just it's just spending three clicks, right? Yeah. So if you import some biotic labors into this, then you can use biotic labor. Now you have four clicks. You spend three of them to do the ID flip. Yep. And you can still do something else with that last click. Yeah. So we've seen some people do like uh, the four and then the uh, biotic labor into a five advance in one go. Yeah. Right? So you can put down like a future perfect, but just not advance it at all. You know, like. A, no like, advanced you, classic yeah stuff. you do the thing where you like install a snare a psychic field and if you're perfect just burp, 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 your turn yeah the runner is reclaring it doesn't run on it you could take cool uh biotic labor put Five one advance on this guy flip the id put four more boom i went from four points to seven game over yeah um you can also do things where you're like you flip the brewery and then you also have one more neural EMP in hand, so that's three damage. Yeah. Um, all kinds of different options like that. So importing biotic labor generally feels really nice because it just it means you can use the ID flip plus do one other thing, and often that can be enough to seal the deal. Yeah, we can we can also ID flip um, out. I guess it has needs to be out, of course. But your first medical breakthrough, which is usually the the tough one. Yep. Uh, we we can get that out with um, sorry the. Greenhouse. The greenhouse. That's correct. Yeah. And then, and, and then and then tank. Let's talk about this ability has not been anywhere like recursion with a corp yeah it doesn't it's it, it's there with uh archive, archive memories, memories. It's, it, it's soft there's not a lot jackson there. howard lets you like put three things back into rnd but you don't know where they're coming from but this is just like this is reset the game yeah just like... re reset the game except maybe you scored two agendas your opponent has scored two agendas so now there's only like six agendas left 
and in, all in R and D. Yeah, all in R, all all in R and D, and there's also three shocks and three snares in there. So now there's as many traps as there are agendas. Yeah, yeah. So it's a neat, very, very, very cool. Uh, I, I, again, when this ID came out, uh, when, I, when we saw this ID come out, I was like, what? Like, still yeah. getting surprised here. Good job. Like, still getting surprised. Yeah, it's really cool. I think there's both, like, there's kind of two different flavors. And this is, I mean, this kind of applies to Jinchecki generally, but yep. there's definitely two different flavors where either you're going the never advance route where you're, you use, like, Psychic field and yep. snare mm-hmm. and like things like medical breakthrough, like minefield, like, yeah, yeah, that kind of thing. Or you have like lots of advanceable stuff, yeah. right? Where you use Mushin no Shin and Cerebral Overrider and like start stacking up Ronins or whatever. Yeah, Ronins, yeah. Because if you if you basically get one Ronin stacked four deep, then you could use the greenhouse to stack another one four deep, and then the next turn you use flip flip. <laughs> That's friggin' it's, uh, uh, six points of net damage. Without the runner needing to make a successful run, yeah. So goodbye. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, they're all cool, interesting. I think figuring out both how you want the deck to work and then what the nicest matchups are going to be, depending upon what your opponent chooses, that's going to be where like a lot of the consideration comes in with playing biotech. Yeah, and and Jinteki players are going to be obviously much more like better at picking what works but i think that's going to give a genteki player a lot of options and a lot of fun in making decks now yeah and it's cool that there's this one more like because it, i mean generally right like you make a bunch of decisions as you're building your deck ahead of time and you're making a bunch of decisions as you're playing mm-hmm. but this is kind of like one other like mid-range decision that yeah. will hypothetically affect the outcome of the entire game that you make in reaction to what your opponent is doing because when you're doing all your deck building stuff well you, obviously you're you're building a deck that has to be good against any opponents you might play. Um, and then as you're playing the game, you're just literally reacting to everything your opponent is doing. But the fact that there's like one more high level reaction decision yeah. that just you as the corporate player gets to make yeah. is super interesting. Sure. Like, Oh, ooh, this, this is a shaper. He wants to go into long game or something. Right. Oh, oh, let's grab the tank or, Oh, this is early aggressive. This, this, this criminal is going to be out of cards. I'm going brewery so I can get an easy flat line. Yeah. Like it's going to exactly. be those decisions, which are decisions you didn't think you could make. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. Cool yeah. stuff. Cool it's stuff. cool. I'm I'm definitely stoked to play this a mm. ton. Um, as far as the other corp cards are concerned, what else did you uh, what well, else did you dig? Well, Nels, I found something that I might want to use instead of neural katanas. <laughs> and this this actually has spoiled when we because because we were lucky enough to do some testing of uh, cards earlier. Yes. Of uh, some pro- some proxy stuff, yep. and it was super super fun, and it was like an honor to be able to do that. It was yeah. Cool. And I saw this card there, and I was like, holy hell! And I think this cool? was also in the I don't remember the name of the latest draft cycle. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah, what is that's it? right. That's right. Um, I don't know the name though. Yeah, I forget because we haven't played that one. And Brody's not here. Yes, <laughs> but it's uh, it's it's in there. Yes, it, so is, this it is, is in there. So this is Cortex Lock. Yes. And now the it's coolest, a piece of Jinteki ice. It's a piece of Jinteki ice. It's two uh, cost to res for four strength sentry AP, and we all know what AP means. It means yep. anti personal. Yep. Which is my favorite kind of ice, and this is. It has one subroutine that says, do one net damage for each unused MU the runner has. Yep. So we're talking a cheaper, harder-hitting first-turn Neural Katana. Yes. This face plant hurts like hell. Yeah. Um, of course, later on the game, worthless. But then again, that's that. That's where my Katanas ended up feeling anyways Right. when I was using it. So this this card, out of nowhere, that's four Chaos Theory. I know she doesn't run too often blind, but that's your whole hand. Yep. There's like, oh, but there are tons of criminal that they'll drop Desperado, yep. and then they'll just start running, and it's like, 
Cool, you're Boom. taking five damage every single time you touch a cortex order. lock. Yeah, so it's, it's like, to... and if they're if they're throwing away a fairy on a cortex lock, you that, spend two credits to get rid of a fairy. Awesome, that's and, and great. The like strength for it's 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 a power card. Yeah, uh, the I fact love, that it's out the, the fact that it's outside of mimic range yep. is huge. Yeah, because mimic like I I know people especially people play me because I'm so like transparent. They <laughs> like I'm playing Jesse. They'll, they'll actually play a mimic before they even run at me. Yep. And it's I I'm, I'm like I'm playing I'm playing play play Wayland. What are you doing? It's like <laughs> nope, we're doing this. So cool, like strong, mean, and it's up mean, and it also it's, it's I love the, these dynamic cards that change during the game. Yeah, like during, like when you're all rigged up and you have all your MU use, I have this worthless card. But yeah. At the beginning, I have the sharpest teeth around. Yeah. So yeah. I mean that makes it interesting though, is that like because it is so much stronger earlier on, and because it's cheaper, it feels like this is not the one-off century you want to use. Oh, and it's, it's what? Two influence, right? Yeah, yeah two influence. So, yep. so, so it's, it's just Katana. It's, it's just, just Katana. It's Splash Bowl's Katana, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so it feels like you, you're going to want, if you're going to go with this, you're going to want to run three. all three all copies. Because yeah, you want to see this super early, yep. and that's when it can definitely be the most vicious. I mean, you might get lucky, and the person you're playing against is playing some, like, weird, like... Rigless overmind sure. deck yeah. where they're like using sure. deep red and like Origamis. some yeah to get like <laughs> a huge amount of mu and that's that's cool but where this is definitely the most vicious is early game before yeah. they're really set up or like a hilarious overmind deck this is kind of yeah. a funny thing it's like oh yeah and I got to keep all that spare mu in this cortex lock yeah yeah so cool it's like the um yeah I, I, I again like I like I like I like the cost it's gonna be really. F- in lean decks, you don't need a lot of money to run it and and hurt them hard because the four the four res, uh, for a katana is me is expensive. Yeah, for it's like you want katana early, but then four credits is a lot to spend like resin one back. of your first pieces of ice. Yeah, so so save the four for those snares and just these two for cortex yeah, blocks. Yeah, exactly. Cool. Love 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 that bit of ice. How about you, Nels? We'll knock it back to um, you. There's also a new Jinteki agenda in here. Oh yes, genetic resequencing. Now this card is the card that I think we wanted. Something like this, whether it be in Jinteki or somewhere else, but something like this needed to happen, and it's been happening with Wayland a little bit. Yeah. And that means, and and, and so what does this card do, Nels? So it's just a it's a three advance one point. Uh, agenda, but when you score genetic resequencing, you may place one agenda counter on an agenda in your score area. So on you, this might read on Nisei. Yes. <laughs> so I I was looking at the Jinteki agendas earlier, and I believe the only two that actually get agenda counters House? are Nisei Mark II Nisei and Mark House, of House of Knives. Okay. Because um, Labyrinthine servers actually uses power, power counters which is different which is different which which isn't as confusing as i thought it might be but yeah. this is power ad- agenda they're different power yep. counters are kind of this universal uh like like there's a there's like a, 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 a infrastructure a backbone involved and agenda counters are like very specific to agendas agendas yeah, yeah. so this yeah it this augments both like Never advance either biotech yeah. or tenon whatever decks that want to score they say mark twos. Yep. But this also works great with your like lots of agendas like personal yeah, evolution thousand cuts yeah, thousand yeah. cuts type of thing where it's like oh every every house of knives I score is actually going to end up with four counters on it almost certainly. Yeah. Deal with it. Yeah, definitely. Um, which is very nice. So so even though it's only affecting influencing basically two cards, the flexibility here is good. Yeah. Get, like more work. You can even score your Nisei. I, I can see if once you always scored, but once you say out, use like you've used the counter to, yep, to stop used, some to prevent like a legwork or a, a count siphon yeah, or something. And remember, everyone, use your Nisei Mark II counters because 
<laughs> there's been games where you always like yep you it's forget over, and you always forget and there's like yep. two Nisei counters out and yep but now you can use those a little bit more liberally because we can use genetic, genetic rese- resequencing to to put those tokens back on yeah very yeah. very cool I'm not even as like one or two copies of these in replicating perfection might be quite a surprise right because everyone oh, yeah. expects like RP is basically never going to score an agenda that isn't advanced. That's right. So you can put this in a remote or just kind of barf it out. Yeah. And just be like, oh, they're like, oh, it's another mental health clinic, yeah, whatever. It is, yeah. And the next turn you're like, actually flip, flip, flip. And then that uh, Nisei Mark two. two now has two counters on it. And you go, oh, uh, and then God. the game is over so hard. <laughs> that you'll feel it on the next game you play. Yes. Um, yep. So that was really cool. Yeah. And okay, I I gotta mention because this is the biggest swing. This has to be the biggest pay for strength card that's been printed. And what I'm talking about now is bandwidth by our friends at NBN. Oh, so <laughs> bandwidth is a zero cost piece of ice. It's a code gate, and code gates, as we know, are the most expensive things to break. Runners, those damn code gates. They are expensive. Code they're, gates are centuries. Yeah. Code gates. Uh, like the, the decoders are expensive. They're they're a pretty big investment. Yeah. And this 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 guy has one subroutine. It's give the runner one tag. If this runner is successful, runner removes one tag. So it's kind of like a like a, like a speed bump. Now the thing yeah. thing though that knocks us out of the park is it's a strength five code gate. Yeah. This is as strong as a toll booth. Yeah. A chummed, a chummed uh, bandwidth oh. is sitting at seven. Yeah, gross. a seven strength code gate. Like, right. Uh, I'm sure they'll they'll get through all this. It doesn't matter. Like that, we can use that strength to our advantage. We yeah. could even sub boost this thing. That thing's gigantic. Oh uh, yeah. So just I haven't seen like yeah with sub boost. This is a beast. And I think I think the reason why it's so strong is his bandwidth is so integral to the world of Netrunner. Right. Because that, that, <laughs> right. that that's why right like that, that that's why it's like. It, like you know, we can be playing online games now, and if our da- servers getting, if if our data is choked up, what what are we gonna do? Right, can't, like you can't do anything else about it. And yeah. that's why I think that, that it's reflected in this card. Yeah, that it's cool. that strong. So, I mean, cool. the the what totally makes this card is kind of an asshole move <laughs> is putting this on the same server as Christium Grid. Oh yes, because oh, it's yes. it's not because it's very important that the sub it's like the runner gets a tag. Yep. If this sub fires, period, yep. and then it only comes off if the run is successful. But the run is, but you, but, but you with Christian grid, grid, so yeah, <laughs> the run is not considered to be successful. So yep. if they run to this server and you res Christian grid, they're guaranteed to take this tag, yep. and they just paid five credits to trash Christian grid. So now they have a tag and are less five credits. Yep. So if they want to shake that tag, that's one more click and two more credits. And that cost you a total of three to... <laughs> yes, three, like nothing, like super cheap. Love it. Yeah. Love that zero. So that card. is a, that is a, 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 can be an asshole card, I think. I don't know what what the other really nice synergies with it are. I, I mean, obviously you want to put it in front of like some ugly stopping ice. Yep. But beyond that, I don't know exactly what you want to do with it. But I, I just know that it's going to be, it's, it's cheap for power. And I know there's going to be some way we can start using these things. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, cool card uh, again. And NBN also got a beautiful looking card from the cover of the package, I believe. Uh, it has a current for NBN, which makes every agenda kind of like a mini uh, NAPD contract. Yes. We're talking, of course, about predictive algorithm. A beautiful card with this porous AI pulling these rods through his head, like these or pushing possible... them through, pushing, maybe? Yeah, pushing them through. Pull... These, yeah. So it's a current, uh, of course. It, Behaves like all occurrence, not trash until another current is played or agenda is stolen. As an additional cost to steal an agenda, the runner must pay two. Yes. Making NAPDs the worst. 
six I, credits. If if Ugh. you already didn't hate NAPDs enough, we have something that can really yeah. help you out here. So it feels like between this and some other cards that are coming later in the cycle that have already been like previewed on FFG's website, yep. it seems like what NA, what NBN is now getting um, because of some other cards we'll get to in a little bit yep. that make the fast advance strategy less 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 of a, a guaranteed slam dunk yep. that it seems like this other avenue they're taking instead <laughs> is nbn gets a bunch of tools to make their agendas just much harder to steal yeah like the runner can access them but actually taking it and putting it in their score area is going to be really hard yeah, now which is beautiful so it's like they discover they discover the the the, the sneaky agenda but they they don't have the resources to to get it because yeah. they have they have they have too much backdoor protection or something, right? Or just because like NBN has a bunch of resources that they could just spin this thing however they want. Yeah. It's like, look, those assholes are trying to write on the moon. It's like, no, 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 no. This, this is this is a prototype experimental campaign that has been induced by yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly, it's awesome. exactly. Um, another thing that I liked was the uh Jinteki upgrade. Oh. The Valley Grid. Yeah, this is cool. So what does the Valley Grid do? Valley Grid else? is three to res, three to trash. It Inter is... in, in, which is interesting. Yeah. Three res, three trash is something we don't normally see. Yeah. Usually it's high a lot res, one way or the trash, other. It swings. Yeah. Um, it is uh, two credit, uh, two influence. And what it does is that whenever the runner breaks all subroutines on a piece of ice protecting this server, his or her maximum hand size is reduced by one until the beginning of your next turn. So, Nels, what if I run against this and you have three pieces of ice? You basically take three points of temporary brain damage. That's right. That's right. <laughs> what a crazy thing to be on that super glacier remote. Yeah, so it seems like this is definitely, it fits into Jinteki decks that have a little bit more ice the ice can all be cheap and unlike a lot of uh, like more slightly glaciery decks that try to be really taxing with lots of subs um like obviously valley grid doesn't work if there's like a coma inu on a server no. and they break like four of the five and only take one net damage well then valley grid doesn't trigger right so it feels like with this you want to use a bunch of ice that is mean that the runner definitely has to break yeah but just has like one subroutine that they basically must break yep and then this just gives them te effectively temporary brain damage. So if you manage to stick another point or two with, you know, Overriders or yep. um, Tori Hanzo or even Chairman Hero, sure. then, oh, what's on the back of your biotech is the brewery. The brewery so with this and one point of brain damage, the runner ends with like a max hand size of one and you just go, boop. Yep. Good yeah. night. Very, 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 like, cool, cool. If, if you stack, and of course... It's a region, sorry? It's a region. Okay. So it can, it can be the only region in a server. That's fine, because there aren't a ton... I mean, it's... You can't stack this up with Hokusai Grid, right. basically. Um, but <laughs> three ice with one of these at the root, in addition to Edge of World, is just the most... <laughs> you get three temporary brain damage and three real brain damage. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Goodbye. So let's hope you're running, like, uh origamis or something yes <laughs> because otherwise because even though this is temporary if the runner ever ends their turn with negative hand size they immediately flatline they're, and lose. they're, they're just fried yeah so they're, they're they're caught up in the valley that's yep, that's, that's, that's very it cool. uh I, so i thought that was really cool. that is really cool let's talk about uh subs you need to break with the cherry on the sunday of next ice these, these, oh this, yes! Now this, these are subs you need to break because we got next gold. Yes, and so. we all thought next gold. Well, we all thought next gold would be unique or something, right? But no, next gold is not unique. Costs eight, eight to res, eight to res, 
four strength, which is which is sweet. We know Atman four rocks, but we also know four is David can't hurt you and Mimic can't hurt you. Yes. So that's what. And so what does the new the newest next do Nels? So next gold is a century to supplement the next uh, the code gate of next. Bronze, bronze and, and the, the barrier, barrier of next silver. silver. So we got our sentry. Yep. So it's a force ring sentry. It is like it's three influence. I don't remember what the other next stuff was. Um, I want to say two. I want to say two, but I'm yeah. Sure. Given that you kind of want to be running all of them, basically you just have to keep this in house. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and it is a sentry next AP destroyer. And what it does is that, like all the other next dice. The X values on the subroutines are the number of resed next ice on the board. Right. But what next gold does is that it deals X amount of net damage and then it trashes X program. <laughs> right. So regardless of the state of the game, these need to be broken. Yes. You almost have certainly. to break these. There's no like, okay, there's like six next things out. I can't take six net damage and I can't be blasted down to the stone age with all my programs gone. Yep. So you better break this or you're going to be really sad. Yeah. So like, <laughs> like again, cost eight, like we, 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 we know what the eight costs are. Wall of thorns is the eight cost. Tollbooth's the eight cost. Yeah. Hadrian wall is basically the eight cost in the core set. Yeah. We know eight is a big mean number. The corp could throw at you if they had got the money. Yep. And here we go again with the next ice. And I, th- I think, I think it rounds it out really nicely. And they oh, have yeah. a couple of these up on the board now. Like, sure. Like that's, that's, uh, yeah, even if, it, even if this is three or four, the runner better be able to deal with it, yep. or they're going to be set back immensely, if not just done right there. Yeah, and it's um, it's and it's cards like this where it's like the it's like okay, no, you need to pay attention to this. You yeah. can't just eat the sub. Don't just run through my data raven. Don't do this stuff. No, you need to just deal with this. It's, yeah, it's one of those. What's one of those? Like the rest of the next ice, I think it fits really well into the foundry. Yep, because you're just you're, you're, just, you're just summoning up more and more next ice, and this thing gets worse. Like if you can, and stuff that is guaranteed to make this land. Yeah. Like with either you know corporate troubleshooter or yeah. say the twins or something like that. Oh where, man, the twins! Oh, yeah. and, and and again, yes, troubleshooter can make a giant comeback with uh with 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 cards like this. Yeah, sure, it can it's just, a little, but yeah, but you can out- outpace them. It's like you're eating those subs, and I uh, I can basically just win the game now. Cause, yeah, like if I mean it's it obviously you need a lot of cash because yep. this guy's eight to res. Yep, but. If you have 15 credits, like you res this, spend the rest of the money to boost this thing up to like strength 11 sure. or whatever, and that's it. Yeah. The game is over. You better, you better hope he has a Deus Ex, I guess. Oh, well, you make it strength 11. That's out of Deus Ex range. Because oh, Deus Ex has 10 that's strength. strength. That's right. So if you crank this up to 11, oh, man, it's I still forgot. untouchable. There we go. Yeah. Turn it up to 11. It's like Spinal Tap. I love it. Right. I love it. <laughs> yeah. And unlike like a lot of sometimes the really heavy sentries, like, you kind of got to deal with them once, but then you can kind of ignore them for a while. You can't ever, like, this just has to be dealt with yeah. over and over again. Great to see. Love running next ice. It's, yeah. it's very cool. So what the question becomes is whether or not next platinum, Ooh. which is which is, which is is jokingly referred to on the flavor text of God in Heinlein, what's next? Next platinum? <laughs> From John Masanori. Perfect, um, perfect. So maybe next platinum will be the one that is actually unique. And it's Masanori's fault because he even said that. Right. He gave him the idea. Yeah, and some sysop was like, well, that's a good idea. He's like, oh, next platinum, of course. <laughs> I, I was going to call it super gold, but this is way better. Super gold. Um, and, okay, so while we're still on ice, 
I gotta say, I think Waylon got a weird pup in this. Uh, oh, I think Waylon got a weird pup. Weird in, pup is the way to describe it. I think uh, so. Waylon got this like bitchin' art. Love it because it's just classic. It's a fucking tank, right? Oh yeah, it's just a tank, double-barreled tank, siege tank kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, and it's called the Negotiator, <laughs> which is like the best, most like yeah. the most brash thing you yeah, can call it. Uh, it's a four-cost sentry destroyer. And the runner can pay two to break any subroutines on Negotiator. So it gives the runner a free breaker, so to speak. Kind of. Uh, the, there's two subs. One is the Corp Gains 2, and I always love those interactions. Yes. And the other is Trash 1 Program. Yeah, so it's it's kind of, yeah, sort of like a pup in that the runner can always pay to break it, but... The, I mean, run, the runner kind of wants to... The runner wants to break a pup. Yeah. Like, the, those subs are, are, are mean. This, yeah. is, this is less flexible than... Net, one net damage will always hurt you. I, I can trash a program and it doesn't matter. Yeah, it could breaking. be. Like, they don't have to pay two if they don't have anything on the board yet. Right. Um, But the fact that if they do, the res cost is equal to the amount of money that the runner needs to pay just to get through it once. Yep. That's a pretty good exchange. Yeah. Um, I mean, the fact that it actually has a reasonable strength means, unlike, mm -hmm. say, Roto Turret... Which can just get blown up by Parasite yeah. instantly. Which, which actually, is, the art's kind of similar. I never really thought about that. Yeah, it's a, kind of sorta. I guess I guess it takes two barrels to take down a program. Right. That's, that's, <laughs> one one shoots uh, money into your bank account, <laughs> and the other one shoots the program. Yeah, that, 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 I guess. It. Um, yeah. So this it's actually, definitely no, sorry, sorry, that that is it. It's it's one for each subroutine. Yeah, I guess sure because Rotor Shirt has two as well. It's oh yeah. Oh, there you yeah, go. There we go. We figured you out, uh, Fantasy <laughs> Flight. <laughs> um, yeah, so that that one is definitely also it's it's an interesting piece of ice in that it will never it will almost certainly never catch the runner off guard, right? But it, it's taxing, and it's going to be around. Yeah, and if the runner doesn't have enough cash to deal with it, you get some nice benefits. It's yeah, it's interesting. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um. I mean, it kind of fits in the same, as far as, like, Wayland Ice is concerned, kind of also sits sort of near where, like, Caduceus does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, it, and, and Caduceus is, a, is, is still a great piece of ice. Yeah. It's still good. Yeah, so it's, it's interesting. I don't know exactly what I'd do with this. One one thing that is a dick move <laughs> is if you put an Inazuma in front of this. Oh, yeah. Because it's, they can't, like, Inazuma says they cannot break the subroutine. So this says you, the runner can pay two credits to break the subroutine, but they're still breaking the subroutine. Yeah. So Inazuma in front of this means that those subs are guaranteed. They to, have to, to happen. Yeah. So you're gonna, get, you're gonna get your two back, and it's yeah, and and, and it's only three costs. Mm -hmm. So it's it's oh sorry, it's four costs. I'm sorry. It's four costs for this and three for Inazuma. Three so. for Inazuma. So yeah, that's and that becomes like a super expensive to server to break. So that's not actually a bad setup. Yeah, kind of cool. Yeah. What else did HB get? Uh, it has this thing called Brain Taping Warehouse. Oh, yeah. So this, this is, thing is pretty cool. It is interesting, we for got, sure. We got a one-cost asset, four to trash. It's an asset, it's a facility. The res cost of Byroid Ice is lowered by one for each unspent click the runner has. Yeah. So, with that in mind, uh, Byroid Ice, of course, we it benefits from stronger together. Uh, an, an ID that hasn't seen a lot of professional play, a lot. Yes, of, but it's still a cool because it's plus one strength to all Byroid ice. Yeah, we're talking strength five Eli's. We're yep. talking strength what like eight? No, what's what what what's Heimdall one? Heimdall one is six. It's six. So, so he goes to seven. seven. Heimdall two goes to eight. Yeah, and Janice is Jesus nine. <laughs> nine. Nine. Yeah. So Good we have like pr pr pretty big swings, but this makes that ice cheaper. Uh, as long as the runner has um, 
clicks clicks unused. to save, which they usually save. Yeah, yeah usually save because for... most most runners will be totally comfortable face checking bio any, uh, any HPIs. I totally do this because either it's going to be like they're probably running next stuff, which aside from next gold, yeah. uh, doesn't really hurt you. Or they're running bioroids, and you like you know you, you slam into a vic- you okay you hit it you like oh well either you just click through or Victor you bounce one, whatever. yeah it's Victor okay you well, you click once to break the brain damage and then you bounce whatever but this makes all that stuff way more affordable and this asset is not unique so we can have a couple out yeah so, so two of these out <laughs> means the runner runs click one you're resing um, a, a, a Victor for free. Well, you're resing Victor two for free. Yeah, that's right. The two which is oh, which is crazy. Cool. Um, yeah. So again, you need to be running lots of bioroids. Yep. Maybe all bioroids. I, I, um, I like it. I, I like the sound of that. In stronger together, this could be well a, let, a really asshole card. Do stronger together and in Azumas. Make that your only. There you go. Make that your only non, and I think you guys have some fun with that. Yeah, for F- sure. Finally, these uh, these subs are firing. Yeah, they're getting... <laughs> hell. Sherlock, Sherlock them. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Whatever. If, yeah. if Sherlock's that free, e- either we can the use subs Sherlock. are firing or the ice is costing nothing to res. Either way, you're in a you're yeah, in a good place. Good place. Very cool stuff. Um, the last thing that I liked quite a lot, which okay. I'm sure I will be mucking around with a bit, is a neutral asset I like this tech startup. Yeah. So it's zero to res, one to trash. And what it does is that when your turn begins, you may trash tech startup. If you do, search R&D for an asset, reveal it, and install it. Shuffle R&D. So it, cool. it's an asset tutor, which is nice. Yep. Uh, but it's also an asset tutor that lets the card come in installed, installed. at the start of your turn. Which is which where means... you want your Sansan, right? You could do that. Sure. Yeah, sure. You could, you could. Oh, God, yeah. You could use this to just grab a Sansan. Yeah. Oh, no, no. That's an upgrade. It has oh, to be. Shit, it has right. to be an asset. I'm sorry, an asset. Okay, so 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 help me out here. What what are you? So you, you, you could basically you can use because this has the same trash cost as Melange Mining Corporation, right? Mm. So you can put this guy down. Oh, yeah. If the runner runs on it, Love that. okay, you pull him through some ice and they lose a credit. You haven't lost anything. Whatever, you're fine. Um, if they haven't, then what you can do is you use this and then your Melange comes in rezzed. Yep. So you can just click it three times to get your six credits net right away. Yep. And it lets you have more like weird one-off assets. Yeah. Yeah, you, um, you, you might only need one mining corporation. Yeah, or you could use this to gra- just grab one copy of the root mm-hmm. and then you can immediately use those reoccurring credits on it. Basically, it means you can bring in assets without ever having to do the thing where they're vulnerable for a turn before you can really use them. Before you can fire them, for sure. Um, like you can use this to bring in uh, oh, sorry, sorry. It's when your turn begins. Okay, so kind of like the supplier, things that have when your turn begins effects. Like if you use, if you fetch an Adonis campaign with this, it won't pay out until your next turn. Right, because it needed to do this first. Exactly. So yeah. it's it's very much it's kind of actually like a weird corporate version of the supplier. Yeah. Sort of. Yeah. Um, but things that use clicks but use them well, like say capital investors which is also in this pack yep. or melange mining corporation or yep. whatever <laughs> it can help you fetch those things much faster um which is interesting and cool yeah i guess that that is that is a really really neat it, card it could be like you could just if you just oh shit you know you're playing against noise and he's milled a bunch of your agendas and you're able to like very briefly hold him out of archives but not for that long you can use this to go grab jackson howard yep oh yeah that's right yeah. Mm-hmm. So there's lots of interesting stuff in there. You could use this to just run one copy of any of the executives. 
something like director Haas with this, you fetch her and then you do immediately get that extra click. That's cool. Like that's interesting. And, and, and it's, and it's neutral. So it's promoting asset play across the board. Yeah. Everyone can try out these assets. Yeah. uh... Yeah. So I think there's definitely some interesting stuff you can use in here to like use one-off assets, which are nice, but it's kind of hard to bank a whole strategy around one-off assets because you never know when they'll actually show up. But with this, you can have like two or three different one-off assets, each of which is good in a particular situation, and yep. just use Tech Startup to go grab them when you need them. Yeah, yeah, it's cool. Enough, yeah, and I guess I guess we can talk about what you mentioned was capital investors, which mm. is a pretty a pretty I guess you could say like vanilla like it, the card isn't doesn't do too much too many things crazy, but it's a two cost asset and its ability is click to gain two. Yes, and it's two to trash, so and it's a it's a Wayland asset. It's a Wayland asset, which is it's very Wayland. It's two influence, I think. Uh, you're looking at yeah, two influence because yep. click for two is pretty good, yeah. especially in that corp. It's, it's kind of like a private contract that never runs out. Yeah, mm-hmm. which is which is cool. Like you might need to protect it a bit. The, the runner might need to be like, damn, I really need to get rid of this. If, if you don't need that burst event economy, and you can work on an asset thing, mm-hmm. like Garen might like this a little bit. Yeah, more. this is great in Garen because yeah. they're gonna have to pay the extra credit to get into the room to trash in. it. Yep. If you have play paywall implementation, you're getting another credit anyway. anyway and if you got, yeah, oh wow. Yeah, I think there's like a Gagarin setup that is really focused on just barfing out tons of assets. Yeah, you know, I like maybe it. using you're, stuff you're, like... You're, you're playing really wide. It's really... Yeah, uh, using like horizontal turtlebacks or encryption yeah. protocols or whatever. And then this could be like a big chunk of the econ backbone in that, right? Because yeah. like there's lots of good drip assets, but if you need lots of money now, <laughs> like waiting on pad campaigns to tick down for a while kind of sucks... But Melange eats up your entire turn, which is why I've always kind of liked private contracts, right? Yeah. Because you're you're like being able to take four credits and then do a thing that can be a tremendously powerful turn. Yeah. But with Melange, where it's just waste your entire turn to take seven, that can be a little bit confining. Um, So this being kind of like an infaction, slightly more flexible private contracts is really cool. For sure. For like an asset focused Wayland, which is... Hasn't existed a lot, but now might, might, might start come into existence. Yeah. yeah, it's really cool. Cool. Was there any other corp stuff that got you excited? I don't know. I think I covered it all. Like, I, 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 sorry, I think I covered what, what interested me. Is there anything that you missed? No, no, that was that was all. That was good. Stuff. Like uh, again, like fun stuff. I like the the, the valley, the, the tech startup. It makes sense. Like yeah, they, everything thematically fits. Feels good. Card. The art looks great as per usual. Yeah. Yeah. Good um. Corpse side. So before we get over to runner cards, yep. we mentioned this for the first time last, last episode. We did, we did. But we have sold out. <laughs> we have sold out to you, the listeners. The listeners, you own us now. Yep. Um, and we are all, all, all of the shows in the Idle Thumbs podcast network, aside from the tentpole Idle Thumbs itself, um, which includes actually, uh, recently our our friends and fellow podcasters, um. Jake Rodkin, Chris Rumo, and Sean Vanneman, okay. they just launched a new podcast Ooh, called The End of Mad Men. And Whoa. it's basically just like a TV podcast about Mad Men following, because uh, the, the last seven episodes of AMC's drama Mad Men are airing basically right now. Right. And so they started up this podcast to oh, cool. just be like kind of a companion cast. I like that. As the show is finishing up. So it publishes Mondays because the show airs on Sundays. So if you're at all into Mad Men, check that out. But all the shows in the Idle Thumbs Network. um, So there's ours. There's a great strategy game podcast called Three Moves Ahead. There's a a similar Twin Peaks focused podcast called Twin Peaks Rewatch. Obviously, it's not contemporary with the show because the show came out 25 years ago. (laughs) Yeah. 
But all of those shows have the option for folks who want to support the shows to yep. purchase on-air messages as just like a way to kind of give back to the show, but sure. also, you know, just have a shout out. There's both like personal and commercial classes. So if you just want to like give a message or you have just like you're trying to like find more players in your area or something, that's all personal stuff. Uh, but if you want like something that basically you're going to make money from. Sure. Like a, I have a company. Yeah. Uh, there's a commercial tier for there as well. Right. Um, and our friend. Mr. Wesley Slover. Wesley Slover. Purchased uh, a little message. He wanted, well, first, he just wanted to say thanks for making the show happen and giving us the chance to support it. Um, oh, my God. Thank you for helping yeah, support right. us. The, the <laughs> thanks goes that way, not the other way. Um, but Wes, he is a sound designer and composer. Right. And um, we've actually mentioned him before on the cast. Actually. Yes. So if folks may remember, he did this very rad little project i guess for netrunner where he composed three pieces of music one each themed around each uh runner, runner faction. faction yeah and they're all they're so good awesome and they the, feel the, they feel right they yeah, just feel right the the runner one is definitely like like a like a hardcore edm like you'd expect this in a club in berlin kind of thing right, right, right. the shaper is very much like kind of like this trance chill electronic music and the criminal one's just kind of like you can tell that there's money in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're all sure. very, very evocative yeah. and, and, um, and and flexible. Like c coming out of one dude, I was really quite. Surprised. Yeah, there's like there's a lot of breath. Um, but of course it makes sense because yep. what Wes does is he's a sound designer and composer professionally. Yeah, so he cheated. Yeah, I get exactly. It. He I get cheated. It. He cheated. I yeah. Get it. Um, he works his his company is known as uh, Sono Sanctus. Okay. S O N O. S-A-N-C-T-U-S if folks want to check it out. Definitely um, check it out. But he's done like a bunch of stuff for a bunch of different commercials. Like he he did the the sound uh, design and editing for this crazy Instagram commercial that's like people going on a road trip and having a really cool time. It's really nice. nice. He's done some work for Microsoft. Um, but the thing that's closest to what we do is he's right. also doing all the sound design for Galaxy. Yeah, our friends at 17-bit. Yeah, so there's this awesome small independent uh, game studio. The, the last thing they worked on was called Skulls of the Shogun, which yep. is this rad turn-based game. They're now making this top-down space shooter that's I, I, it's kind a of... It's profile, side-scrolling, technically. Top-down. But... Oh, it is. I, yeah. I, I guess. Yeah, okay. Yeah, it's like has this crazy, like very Gundam-inspired art style. Yeah, um, really, really fast-paced. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It's very tracer fast missiles and crap. It's everywhere. yeah. It's it's like definitely a blasting stuff in outer space game, yeah. and it's awesome. It's not out yet. It's nope. coming out pretty soon. It's going to be on both PC and PlayStation. But Gallic Z for yes, Gallic and then Spash Z slash Z depending <laughs> yep. on which side of the border you live on or ocean, I guess. Um, but Wes is doing all the sound for that. Yeah. So folks should definitely check that out. And if, obviously if they need sound design for some game, TV project, commercial project, Cause whatever. Because it sounds like he does it all. Yeah, he <laughs> does it all. And his website is awesome. Check it out. Sono Sanctus. And thank you very much for supporting the show, Wes. Yeah. That's incredible. Big thanks, Wes. Yeah. Very, very cool. Um, very cool. Do you want to talk about runner stuff now? Sure, let's uh let's move to the runner side. You know where we got to start. But you have to start. Yeah. The 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 as as has been foretold for <laughs> ages. And it, it, it's had all corpse shaken in their boots. Eh, couple, co uh, couple, couple corpse. corpse pretty specifically. It changes the way that corpse have been scoring for the last while. While. Yes. And of course we're talking about clot, clot. and that is anarch virus. Virus. Yes. So this is a two credit to install, one MU, two influence virus that says quite simply the corp cannot score an agenda on the same turn he or she installed it but now trash clot <laughs> if the corp purges virus but now that's the only way i've been scoring with all my nbnery correct okay 
That's right. So that's what we have here. We have a very cool card. Now the court might have to bait out clots. It's going to be... Uh, yeah. So or, or do you just... I'm just going to play Netrunner regular. I'm just going to score my servers. I'm going to install wait. It's going to be... Yep. So it does a couple interesting things. I mean, obviously, if it's on the board, if the court purges... Especially if it seems like they're playing a fast advanced strategy, they might be telegraphing something. Sure. And now it's time to start digging around in HQ. They also just gave the runner another four cards. An entire free turn, which <laughs> yeah. is a lot. Um, the other thing is that especially shapers, with all their oh, shaper jankiness, that's right. can, gra- can just have one copy of Clot, mm-hmm. but just grab it basically whenever they want. And maybe if you know they're not running uh, install and score, just don't. Look for it. You yeah. shoot it somewhere else. Yeah. So timing-wise, there's kind of a little bit of specificity. Okay. Where basically you can use self-modifying code or clone chip or whatever to install this like right at runtime, um, or on even on the corporation's turn. But it's still in that paid ability window. Right. So basically, if the corp installs a card, advances it once advances it twice then they still have the opportunity to keep using paid abilities before the runner can okay so if the corporation goes install advance advance they can then without the runner being able to do anything bring in an astro script token to score the agenda okay or then so, res so, the they, so they can't grid. fish a clot mid. exactly okay i see so basically if you want to use clot and make sure it lands if, it. The, if the <laughs> yes if the corporation does install advance then you got to drop it and you're whatever it is i mean i guess they could be like using an astro script token to score breaking news or something and then you're still kind of hooped but if it's a big agenda like a three for two that's the point where now they're now they're clot blocked clot Um, blocked like that like that Uh, i mean this does present kind of a thing that okay well now the corp has to especially nbn fast advance has to figure out a way to still score even though clot exists right right so they can do things like okay Put an agenda on an unres San San City grid. Use shipment from San San, which moves two tokens over, during which the runner can't like put the clot in between tokens one and two. Right? Right. They just yeah, bring yeah. both of them over. Then the corporation can still use an Astro script token so or have, San San. So you have grid. to be even faster <laughs> in, 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 in your advancing. <laughs> yes. Um. So yeah, it's not obviously this doesn't completely like turn off at fast advance or whatever. Help purge it if you're in a good position. Yeah, <laughs> but it does mean that the corporations need to be a bit more mindful yep. of what they need to do to score things. And it's like, okay, well now, you know, if you want to be able to reliably score an Astro script off of a Sansan City Grid, you're probably going to have to do it with shipment from Sansan. Yep. So now you're packing those and you're waiting for those combo pieces to show up and already fast advance is kind of combo we dependent. So... It definitely throws a bit of a wrinkle in in the plan. It doesn't kill it entirely, but it makes it a lot more difficult. Yeah. And I didn't realize this, but it also makes Wayland goddamn sad because you can't just score a hostile takeover out of hand anymore. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah. Which is a pretty classic move. Oh yeah. Wayland. Yeah. So if you're playing against Wayland, you have caught in your deck, you might as well just put it on the yeah. board. Just just let it sit, like, yeah. sit around. The, and the Wayland Corporation deck that doesn't run hostile takeover is rare indeed that's that's correct it's a very it's a very very good uh agenda i remember i was playing someone that wasn't very familiar with the game and they had hostile takeover in their jinteki deck right i was like (laughs) good call but you just can't do it yes um so yeah clot is definitely 
yeah, puts a wrinkle in things for sure. And yeah. kind of how that is gonna, how the repercussions of that are gonna kind of echo. I'm excited. I'm excited to see scene the. Co- I'm excited. Gonna be, yeah, oh, it's gonna be really interesting. I'm excited to see those cop plays, uh, clop plays, yeah. the, 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 like the head table. It's gonna be, it's gonna be, gonna be sweet. Yeah. Um. What else did you do? I in the loved zone? the mechanic that. Uh, we, we got a connection from the Anarchs as well. Oh, yes. We're talking about Paige Piper. So I actually, yes, continue. I love this a yeah, lot. I love this card. So this card, it's a zero cost. What? Zero cost connection to influence Anarch card. The first time you install a card each turn, bracket, including Paige Piper, you may search your stack for any number of copies of that card and add them to your heap. Shuffle your stack. Yep. This thins your deck out like crazy yeah and you basically don't you're gonna get no dead draws anymore yes it's 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 a it's a great card yeah i mean because in general anarch for them to they have to import basically the draws they want right yeah the they, have, they, want. they have they have, they have like mean draw. draw but it's like it's it's a weird draw it's like exactly a burst draw yeah card. you're you're pulling 10 up with duggers or and you're, you're losing a click forever yeah or you know you're using inject so all your programs which is actually what you're looking for you're looking for your breakers they go immediately in the heap okay well now you got to use these other cards you put in to pull cards out of the heap etc etc yeah. so this can just be like you can just run like two to three copies of a thing you really want to see yep but then you don't have to worry, like, a, like say, the supplier or, like, E3 feedback implants if you're playing Quetzal or whatever. So you want to see those cards really, so you have lots but of but copies. You don't, of but it. you don't want to draw into them later. Yeah, that sucks. So yeah. you just be like, okay, well, I'll grab the one I want, and the other two can just go in the bin. And then every and then all of your draws from there are just getting a little bit better. That's right, yeah. Yeah. And and, and three of pages, because you want to see her, of course. Yeah. They already get rid of themselves when you play the card. Yeah. So So I think especially in Valencia, yeah, because yeah, she's that got team. that slightly bigger deck size anyway. Yep. That'll be is, really helpful. Is great with Page Piper. Yeah. Also, it's like when you draw into a corroder and you already have your corroder out, it, it kind of sucks. You want you want to see good cards, not yeah. You want to see money or you want to see multi access or something like that, and just seeing stuff you already got. Ugh. Yeah. Plus, installing things and putting them in the heap. Anarchs are cool with that. We yeah. Got, we got deja vu's. We got retrieval runs. If 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 if, if, if I play my my parasite and blow up your pop up window, and I just dump all my parasites in there, I have a, another soft hand I can grab tools out of. Yeah, myself. totally. So it could, like you can do it just to get rid of things you don't want. But they're also if you if yeah if you currently are sitting on a lot of recursion tools but not much draw, you might be better off like dumping that stuff in the heap anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Or yeah, or if you've got a deja vu, but you haven't, you've only used one parasite. Yeah. Well, you can totally play one, trash another, because it says you you may get as many copies as you want. And also it says may, which yeah. is huge. So you can you just can't, you you can't wildside yourself to like you can't be stuck at the club with right. this card. You, you, you can turn it on and off as as, yeah. as it goes. So you install one parasite, you grab just one more, you put them in the bin, and then you play deja vu, pull them both, both back. back. So you kind of got a free parasite tutor, yep. which is really Pretty nice. Cool. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so Page Page is awesome. I'm definitely excited to build some decks that make some Anarch decks that make good use of Page Piper for sure. Yeah, and she seems like a no nonsense uh, type of type of person. Yeah, it's like an older lady. It's very clear that like she's been around the block and she knows like efficiency. She knows what's up. Yeah, it's really really cool. Love yeah, it. it's awesome. Love it. Um, what else did you dig? Well, a big thing that happened in this one, we got a whole schwack of it. Ah, oh, yes. Is this like? Like sixties infomercial style genetically modification advertisements. So we yes. can take our runner and we can make him better. Yes. By just screwing around with those genetics. Yep. And it's it's cool. Yeah. It's so cool. Yeah, there was one new one per faction. Yeah. And a neutral one as well. 
So all the genetics, they're all resources. They're all, I think they're all unique too. Yeah. Because you can only modify your gene so much, I guess. <laughs> sure. That's um, not so. Let's of the three, which is the one that you thought was the most interesting? Hmm. Let's see. Um, well, let's say typically what, what we have with happening with genetics, it looks like when you're genetically modifying yourself, um, you get like one cool fire a turn. Like it, it'll yeah. fire once a turn. Yeah. Um, then, but then we also have something called, let me just see here. Is that it? Yeah. A gene conditioning shop, which will allow it to fire twice, making you a much better crafted human being. I yeah. Guess. So, I guess. so there is a shaper uh, resource that is not genetics itself, right. but what it does is that it lets, so yeah, all, all the genetics are basically a condition trigger. So it's like when X happens, the first this other time, thing happens. Yeah. yeah. The first time. Yeah. And, but then the gene conditioning shop basically Can makes them all fire. Double twice. some of these things. Um, uh, art wise. I love the shaper genetic. I thought that was pretty awesome. Oh yeah. It's called a uh, yeah, Mr. Cool heart. Just like running, around. Cool heart running around. We have um, synthetic blood. It is the first time you take damage each turn, draw one card. Yeah. So that's a, uh, that's already kind of a bit of a damage soak. Yeah. That's um, a, also, it looks like when I stim, I can at least get a card back. Like, oh, yeah. Because it, it doesn't damage. prevent the damage, no. but you still get a card back. Exactly. Oh, right. So, it's right, like, right, right, right. neat things happening here. The first time that fires. Um, and I, I saw a bit of a, I think there's a subreddit, like, how can you, how can a corp trash your blood? And um, right. <laughs> I loved it because people jumped on jumped on the defense of this card saying, like, well, you probably need treatments. And that's probably them either affecting the center or... Stop. Oh man, yeah, totally. Right? Like when I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 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 they're I, just buying out all like the weird blood dialysis clinics in your neighborhood. Sure, what are you gonna do? So you don't have synth blood anymore. You just have your normal blood again. Yeah. And, and that's what, <laughs> and that's what I kind of love with the community is we're quick to err on the side of the game. Not, yeah. not because you know we're we're hopeless fanboys well we are but it's also really fun to create those stories. yeah and and there's flexibility there in the themes to make that stuff yeah make sense yeah yeah it, 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 it isn't like a crazy call out yeah right so so what what genetically modified uh thing did you would would you attach to your runner or, or did so you of, of the three that were in i'm oh, sorry of the four that were in here the one that i definitely like the most is adjusted chronotype okay so it's the anarch one two yeah. influence three to install uh, but what it does is that the first time you lose a click each turn, gain a click. Well, we've had uh, some crap cards come out. Yeah. Or well, well, I say crap card, but there's cards that didn't really find a home. Right. With something like adjusted chronotype, you can stay all out uh, all night yeah. at the club. So with this wild side, there's no there's no downside to using wild side. No. You just get basically a better free card draw than Max gets. Except nothing's going in the heap. <laughs> yeah. And we can also, with this card, hard it works pretty decent. Yeah, it's not bad. It's not I mean, bad. it's still like, you got to pay five to install that and yeah. then three to install this, but maybe you're installing them off the supplier. Yeah. So also, with something, that's actually pretty with something as crazy as this, and I remember actually, you you made a noise When we were playtesting, yes. Play you made a noise deck and it had this, and it had uh, the gene conditioning shop. Yes, so it had this. Hard at work, wild side, and the gene can get conditioning shop. So this so fires twice. It was a lot of cards to get set up, but yep. I mean, again, any of them were good in isolation. It's just together they're all better. Together so, yeah, it was monstrous. It got to the point where it was two credits and two cards per turn for four free clicks. and four clicks. Yes. Yeah, it, which it was... was kind of nuts. Yeah, and and, <laughs> and 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 I like it because it's like that is super powerful. Yeah, but the setup. He needed to go get all these treatments. He needed to get you know in the right. shop. It's like. 
yeah, that it's really cool. And I, I love the art. We got like a the housewife kind of thing, cooking pancakes and multitasking. Right? Is that yeah. what's going on? Yeah, yeah. exactly. Very, very cool. it's cool. Um, I think actually there's I haven't I haven't actually put it together, but I think there's probably a cool deck for maybe Chaos Theory just because she has a thinner deck size. Yeah. Um, to use this plus the gene conditioning shop. No, you don't even need the gene conditioning shop. Just use adjusted chronotype and the Starlet Crusade funding. Yeah. Which turns all your doubles back into one click. And then you just run a crap load of double events. Yeah. And you're just like, power nap, it's getting me five credits for one click. Lucky find. It's one <laughs> it's one click for six credits. And that that could actually be kind of absurd. Like go all in on the doubles. And then just make them not doubles with Starlight Crusade funding and adjusted adjusted chronotype. Jeez, that's cool. That could, I mean, again, I like the, I like it, the, it does uh, require a little bit of setup, sure. but with Chaos Theory, you only have forty cards, yeah. so it's not as bad. And and, and uh, I, I I ran double Chaos Theory for a while, and I really did like it. Yeah, it was it was fun um, exploding out these Starlight uh, doubles, and then like having so much money in the corpse, like you you got that much money mid turn. Yeah, and then you can just go crush with it. Very very cool. And the fi- the the other one was a symmetrical visage, which is like mm, that's the neutral one. Yeah, isn't that like the Denzel Washington? I, I hear his face is like really symmetrical. Sure, I think so. I, I, I believe Denzel okay, symmetrical. Yeah. Um, but this is a genetics. The first time you spend a click to draw one card, bracket not through a card ability, each turn gain one. So you got a proco. New, neutral proco that's special context that, that costs way less to install way less to install yeah i mean because usually like occasionally maybe you'll hit proco like two or three times a turn yeah but if you're any more than that you're really you're digging for something of... so you probably would rather be using a big draw card anyway yep. so just as kind of like a thing to keep your your both your your draw your like your draw hand and your credits up just a bit yeah it fits in there really nicely yeah, yeah, it, it's 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 cool, and it's like I I I guess I'm trying to figure out uh, how this is used. So I guess uh, you you get to be more uh, in in the know because yeah. the way you look, you just look great. Yeah, yeah. You look yeah. great. You, you feel everyone great. everyone thinks Everybody you look awesome. You, they're they're so. just they're just more inclined to help you out. Yeah, yeah, and that's and that's that's cool and like kind of kind of shitty. But, but but I guess this this kind of stuff's covered. It's like the people that are rich can stay looking vibrant. And, that's right. And young. Like if you have the resources, <laughs> you can do it. At least like only once a day, unless of course only once, only yes. once a day. Yeah. So it's cool that it's cool we got like a, an explosion of all of the genetics. Like yeah, yeah, very very cool stuff. Um, this. I also thought it was interesting. So this is so we had two cloud breakers oh, yes. in the in the um in the Genesis cycle. That's right. Way back in the what day. What did we have? We had Creeper, Creeper and, and Zool. Which Zool Zool still gets a lot of play. Zool gets a lot of play. Creeper, Creeper not so less much. Because so. of, um, of the cost of break that's those subs. Yeah. Yeah. Uh but they're both uh shaper breakers, and so the whole thing with cloud breakers is that whenever you have at least two link the cloud breakers don't take up any MU. Oh, good. I can cortex lock you harder. No, no, totally. That would count. I guess so. That would make your cortex locks worse. Oh, good. Yeah, for oh, sure. Good. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I suspect we're probably going to see more than just this one. Yeah. But the like first for, one. For, oh, Anarch Cloud. Yeah. Yeah. Anarch. But the first one, at least in this, is a criminal one called Spike. It is one credit to install one MU, but again, it's a cloud breaker, so it can be for free if you have more than two link. Yep. Two link or more. It's two influence. Um, and what it does is that it's base zero strength, but it has plus one strength for each installed icebreaker. And then if you trash it, you break up to three barrier subroutines. So it's weird. I'm, I'm wondering, like, when does the 
when does criminal have a multitude of icebreakers out? I don't know. I haven't seen like the big rig criminal. Yeah, really. Like I'm, I'm sure there's someone making it. Or yeah, whatever, but the their rigs are really like uh, they they fluctuate a bunch. You have like fairies out, they die. You have nothing. You just have a desperado. Uh, but yeah, we have we have a thing that. So to to get through, say even an ice wall, you need something else. Oh no, wait, it's an icebreaker, so it counts yeah. itself. Yep, so it's, it would count it's itself. Fun. Okay, and cool. then in, it's you trash it, but after it's trashed is when its strength has been boosted. So you're all fine. Cool. So, so this guy by itself could indeed break an ice wall. That's sure. it. But what I wonder is if the idea is to just have a bunch of these because they're all super cheap to install. Yeah, so right? let's install three spikes. And if they're all clouds, they're not taking up any MU. Cool. But they count for the strength bonus for this guy. That's so you have awesome. three spikes. So, so you're, you're wanting like a, a big cloud deck. So you have tons of maybe? icebreakers installed and these spikes are just sitting around five or seven strength or something. Yeah, maybe something cool. like that. Like I that. mean, I suspect you'll probably need more of these. There's probably more coming, but yeah. it seems like so there could super be... Super disposable. Yeah. Cheap. Yeah. Okay. Seems like there could be something interesting in there. You fire them all in a Scheherazade, just get some of your money back. Yeah, maybe. Okay. Oh, yeah. Icebreaker. Cool. It, uh, it, it, it promotes good discussion anyways of like what yeah. they're going there. It's just, it's so different than the way your breaker suite normally is. Mm. Like, even if you have, like, a really, you know, transitory, like, crazy exile thing where you're, like, bringing in programs and blowing them up, whatever. Yep. Like, that almost never happens outside of Shaper. Sure. But now it seems like okay. you would want to with this. Because yeah. Shaper can just do their own goofy stuff. Like, they never want to do that kind of setup. So maybe there's, like, this other weird, crazy cloud thing that's got to come into Criminal or something. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't know. But it's, it's so different that it's clear that this isn't just, like by itself supposed to be some weird alternative fractor. It's like, yeah. there's more stuff going on here. I don't yeah, know what it, it is, but it's cool. I mean, this, maybe this, this is was meant like a, sorry? to also augment, like, central-only breakers, yeah, maybe? Yeah. Okay, yeah, so, so so you need that glory run on the, on the remote. You need, you need yeah. to get in there somehow. Yeah, this is like the the, the, the taste this this expansion gave us. This yeah. pack gave us. I think there's definitely going to be more coming. Yeah, there, yeah. So, yeah. so it's, 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 it's neat seeing it. I, I love the idea of disposable... Um, breakers yeah like the, the lack of stability it's like it's dangerous but like running there's nothing as liberating as running like one passport and three uh ladies right or is that lady? uh, no, uh, uh rex uh, uh yeah rex rex yes rex yeah like like that's something really cool about things that can run out yeah and um they're awesome but like your window is is, is small yeah and so so I, I i do appreciate cards cards like that yeah uh yeah. what else what else did you dig jeez um well we did get another a, a current a neutral current yes called traffic jam this card is not trashed until another current is played or an agenda is scored, of course, but the advancement requirement of each agenda is increased by one for each copy of that agenda in the score area. Yeah, so it's it's the it's another anti fast advance thing to yep. an extent. Yep. Um because usually like there just aren't enough three for twos really around that you can just be fast advancing a ton of different ones, right? right yeah. So it's kinda so it's, like it's especially gonna be the brain trust. It's gonna be the astro script. Yeah. It's yeah. So, yeah, and, and of course, the two fast advanced factions that are the strongest are NBN and HB. And in both of those cases, it's Astroscript and Beal, and then Vitruvius. Project Vitruvius and Accelerated Beta Test. Yeah. And in yeah, both of those is. cases, there's basically the good one that you want to score <laughs> and the other one that you just kind of score for points. That's like Beal. Yeah, that's Beal, that's Beal, Beal and Vitruvius. And Vitruvius, yeah, yeah that's right. Um, so Traffic Jam is definitely interesting in that it just slows it is a traffic jam yeah. it just kind of slows things down but it's also interesting in that if the corporation is running a bunch of big agendas it can push a 5-3 into being a 6-3 wow, which yeah. makes it that's cool. way more annoying to score yeah wow that's 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 a really good point 
Like if they're going all in on like a bunch of Pyrex and Project Wotans or something, and they scored one Pyrex, but they've got another one, they're like, oh god, this is now a six. Yeah, you're not gonna be able to six a six to not even win you the game. Yeah. So yeah, that they need to like keep out for a whole extra turn before they can score it, and they're probably not gonna cheat out another agenda if they're running all big agendas. So unlike Clot, this can be this can actually be good against both big huge agenda decks. As well as oh, the fast cool. advanced decks. A bit more flexible, but not as like not as obvious. You as can't much literally easy. just turn off an Astro script score yeah. like you can with Clot. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um it looks like the only thing we really didn't the only thing we didn't touch on was the the criminal genetic modification. Oh, sure. Which is called Enhanced Vision. We've got a great gal in a beach in beachwear, and she spotted the shark in this ad. It's because she's got her enhanced vision. That's right. And so it's a it's a genetic resource as well. The first time you make a successful run each turn, the corp reveals one card at random from HQ. What a cool little ability. Yeah, so just reveals, so it's not... Even if they show you an agenda, you don't get to steal it, but but you know it's there. Yeah, like, you can... So, six, first your first successful runs, which we get a lot of them yeah. early on, sure. You, you, you dirty laundry the archives or sure, something. Sure, let's do it. And you can also get information out yeah. of it. You can see, like, oh, you're running a Scorch. Uh, yeah, you see that Scorch, you're like, cool, it's uh, time to go find Plastic. Yeah, like, uh, it, it, it's, it's neat. <laughs> it is cheap. One cost. Yeah. Three influence. Yeah. Also, you see a snare, you know, okay, well, I should not run. I should not legwork unless I've got a bunch of extra cards or net damage protection. Yeah. And this, this is the most expensive influence wise out of the genetics. It's It's three, three, right? Three. Yeah. Yeah. Which, which makes sense because information, as we know, it's not tangible points. It's not money, but it's very, very important, especially once you start getting quite, quite comfortable with the game when you can spot like, oh, you can start counting influences and stuff like that. And yeah. Yeah. And the fact that it never, turns off and you're gonna like of course you're gonna be making a lot of successful runs over the course of the game if if you aren't you should try it because you'll probably do better right (laughs) (laughs) yeah so it's like it is just a nice synergistic card yeah that it's like if if you've got other stuff that triggers off of successful runs which if you're playing criminal you almost certainly do yep either Desperado. Yeah, can you imagine like a Desperado? You're, you're playing secu- Gabriel Santiago or whatever. Um, can you imagine a Desperado a security testing and this out? Like yeah. the amount of stuff you're getting for, and a data sucker. Let's just go. Yeah, crazy. sure. So like the amount of information you're getting out of one run to archives. Yeah, is is, of, is pretty intense. Yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot. <laughs> it's really cool. And and I guess uh, you can this can fire twice if of course if you have you have conditioning, conditioning shop. shop. Yeah, I don't know how much you you might be doing like a a, a ten a tenma kind of yeah. run everywhere yeah, get aggressive run like let's let let's see if there's anything in that hand I want to get or yeah. do I just keep hammering these centrals or, yeah. yeah but knowing like when it is a good time to legwork versus when you need to get like oh okay you see an archer in their HQ you're like okay crap I gotta make sure I run with a fairy now yeah there you go stuff like that like yeah. because criminal tends to have like a lot of very situational tools mm-hmm. that knowing when it's time to deploy those versus just kind of like blindly guessing like that's usually when you can do best playing against a criminal, right? Yeah. Is when they don't know what they need to get so you can catch them off guard with some weird yeah. gray li- Like, or even if even if all this reveals to you is that you see a Galahad, you're like, okay, well, now I need to know I should get on my breakers yep. or have stuff that can fetch things back from my heap because I might hit Merlin when I only have a d- Fractor and a Killer. Oh, yep. I lost my whole rig. Crap. Yep. That's right. That's right. Yeah, yeah and, and it's it's good seeing like uh like like criminal. It's funny because criminal has these things you can opt in to get be safe to run safer. Like right. we we can run snitch in criminal. 
we can like peek at stuff before it actually influences us. We can we can uh, recon. We can, right. But 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 you need to opt in, and that's the, that that's the thing. It's like the tools are there. If you're not using them, it's your own damn fault. Yeah, exactly. Thing, right. Like it's cool. and this is one of the things. Like it makes you a safer criminal, which is which is cool. And yep. I, I I like that angle of criminals. Like there's there's criminals that you know about, and then the smart ones that you don't know about. Right. You know. You know. Like yeah, uh, yeah for yeah. sure. And they've got like so many things that can affect HQ, obviously, because that's kind of like the central server that their faction is the best about exploiting. Yeah. But, you know, that as the corporation, there are those times when they hit you with the legwork and you're like, I don't have any agendas. You're like, cool. Okay. Yep. Take your, I mean, of course, you, you just <laughs> poker face it so you don't know. Yep. But those are the times when you're like, yeah, all right, good. Yeah. So if as the criminal, you know, there's at least one agenda in there or I've seen two different agendas. Okay, well, now it's definitely, definitely time, time to drop sneak door beta. Yeah, sneak door. That yeah. is really useful and it just helps you be more efficient. You know when you need to. It, it's the same reason why, even though it doesn't see much play, I still love Woman in the Red Dress. Yep, yep. Because that is the same kind of thing where, you're, you, where you know, it's like, okay, do I need to hit R&D this turn? No, because the top card is an operation and they didn't choose to, the corporation didn't choose to draw it. Okay, well, I don't need to waste my money and time yeah. running R&D this turn. I can get set up instead. Yeah. This kind of has that same yeah. effect, mm-hmm. which yeah. is which it's is cool. In faction, a little bit like a lot, lot lot cheaper than red dress actually. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah, neat to see. I, I like I like they dropped this, all this genetics at once. Mm-hmm. Like well, I I'm sure there'll be more because yeah. we already we we already have things that affect things like this right i mean but it does make sense in that like the valley is kind of the hub of genetic engineering yeah research and development because that's where jinteki started yeah they're they're that's where their north american offices there you go so like they're yes obviously they um and now uh all the things that they brought in by cracking the 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 the, by being so good with cloning like genetics are everywhere in this area so we're going to see the runners that can become a little bit a little bit uh better yeah at, at their job yeah it's awesome yeah it's, it's really, really cool, cool. I mean, i'm really i'm really excited about this I'll, again the arts look great i like the the kishy kind of uh bioshocky approach to yeah uh the way genetics are like they're friendly they're warm and fuzzy like we need to spin this so people will actually fuck up their genetics, genetic code right? to, to be able to see better <laughs> yeah i like i don't know I'm, I'm crazy about that stuff it's pretty cool yeah and I also and, and also it's it's that class separation that i guess deus ex uh played with uh, like only the, the the there's the have-nots and then there's the people that can afford these awesome augments. Right. Do you do you are you are you getting rid of your humanity with all these this augmentation with these yeah. changes or are you becoming something better? Are we are we evolving? Like it brings up a lot of really interesting questions. Yeah. And it also just makes you see better. It makes you look better. It's right. like it's like surface stuff, but it goes a lot deeper. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. awesome. It's very cool. I am yeah, as as far as like packs are concerned, I I'm super stoked with this one. There's a lot of really interesting stuff in here. And I think I'm gonna be mainlining like biotech for quite some time. Yeah, yeah, for <laughs> sure. For sure. Good stuff. Again, again, good job as always, uh, FFG. Yes indeedy. It's very good talking about these cards. Cool. All right. Well, we better wrap it up. Let's wrap it up, yeah. Um Next episode, we are going to have a very special guest. Yeah, I'm really, is, I'm really excited about yeah, this. This is going to be, this is going to be awesome. So, um, and that's going to actually, we're just going to put that one out next week. Uh, we've got everything lined up already, so it will be. So expect that soon. Yep. Um, it'll be awesome. And then, of course, if folks have uh, more questions, like we always love to get questions from folks. Um, seems like we, like we always get a few, but more is always better, especially if we can bank it for the future yeah. in episodes where, you know, people don't write in as much. And, or and we've also had people write in and it's been great because they just wrote in their experience 
Yeah. Thing. And it's been awesome. It's been yeah, really, really We good. would love to hear from folks generally, absolutely. But if you do have any questions, thoughts, you know, what's the stuff that you are really excited to play out of the valley or yeah. other stuff that's coming in the sandstand cycle or whatever else, you can just email us at terminal7 at idlethumbs.net or you can just hit us up on Twitter at term7. Um, and of course, thank you very much to our buddy, uh, yep. Gordon McClattery from for Michelle and the Pitch Audio. And ruin his Sundays. That's right. Thanks we, a lot, Gordo. We invade his house for far too long yep. <laughs> and chase his cat out of the office yep. so we can record. That's right. Um, he does a bunch of sound design, much like Wes, actually. That's right, yeah. For games and, you know, actually, Gord's spe- speciality is basically games. Yeah, yeah, definitely, um, yeah. And he's, he's in Canada, so if you're also in Canada and need to work with other Canadians for tax purposes <laughs> which i've discovered is indeed a real thing oh, there you, go. <laughs> um, you can totally hit gord up just a shell cool. in the pit audio yep and then thank you very much to mr ed harrison for letting us use his tin soldiers track from the neo tokyo ost as our intro and outro music it's a. Uh, it is also, it's the kind of music that someone who's genetically modified would listen to definitely yeah, yeah. Uh, they'd probably listen to it like uh in a round like they just play one then just Wait five seconds, play it again. Sure, yeah. They, they, they have, they or they play it on, on on speakers that have been like, well, I guess that that'd be cyberware. That's not. That's right. Yeah. yeah that's they, right. But they can listen. They can hear higher tone. Uh, oh my god. Okay. What if okay. there is like crazy genetic modification in the future where like people who have been genetically modified to hear sounds that are outside of the range of normal hearing, and then like composers start making music. Like, that like only kind makes of dog sense. whistles or something? Yeah, that yeah, only yeah. makes sense to like a certain Whoa. percentage of people who can afford to have oh the genetically God. modified listening. Or, or or even eye implants, that the color spectrums that aren't oh, registered yeah. by... You, oh, like, oh this, this art gallery can only be appreciated by these people with these right. specific it's eye like, mod. Okay, so so now the privileged, privileged elite can literally just fabricate culture that is inaccessible not like academically or financially, but literally impossible to consume <laughs> for anyone else, else who is not privileged. It's it's it's, it's a dead audio. It's dead air. Yeah. Or it's a blank. It, or it's just like these weird like wom 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 noises. If you can't hear the yeah. uh, and everything okay. in here just starts crying because it's so beautiful. If you can actually hear, right? It. <laughs> oh my god, that's, that's awesome. That is really rad. All right. Anyway, uh, Ed Harrison's music. You can imagine yep. that that were the case when you were listening to it. Uh, so go sample the future at edharrison.bandcamp.com. Yeah, are you good? Uh, I fucking off my foot. All right.